Let's bring on the line, James Myrtle. Feels like it's been a while since we've chatted with you, sir. How are you? I'm good, and I'm happy to say that Art Duncan's analytics were outstanding back in that 29 season. So I remember doing this show back then, and oh. we were Art Duncan was a star. How was this Corsi Four back then, uh, James? It was, uh... it was it was you know tops in the league through the roof. The pit. Yeah. I, I love no one can fact check that on me. No, I love when you see some of the old NHL names, right? Like it's just like sometimes they just got lazy. It's like, well, we have a baseball team called the Pirates, so we'll make it the hockey team too. It's just like, <laughs> just weird. Oh, boy. Anyway, so, yeah, congrats to Patrick Marlowe. Looking like a, a great signing so far. We'll get back to Marlowe in a second. But Austin Matthews, so the show's recorded on Saturday, of course. He's not with the, with the Leafs on the second half of the back-to-back against Boston. How are you assessing the Leafs, how they've, they've responded without Austin Matthews in the lineup? They've been okay. I mean, they won both of the games, obviously, but the one against Minnesota, they easily could have lost and didn't play particularly well. I thought the effort against Boston was a lot better. You know, where they're... These are going to be tighter games. They're not going to be able to to overwhelm opponents really the same way when they have Austin Matthews. And, you know, it's interesting. They've got William Nylander on the checking line or the shutdown line with Nazem Kadri. Did a pretty good job. Didn't notice him making any real mistakes that, that cost them. And they've got that line, JVR, Bozak, and and Mitch Marner back together again. And they were dangerous, you know, and Mitch Marner helped create two of the goals. So, you know, the Leafs need that kind of offense coming from different players and defense coming from different players in the case of William Nylander uh, if they're going to win without Austin Matthews. So obviously a big absence. So the fact that they won two of the two games, I mean, it's it's hard to complain too much about that. Yeah, as long as it gets done and hope that it's not uh, an extended lever or anything else comes up with Matthews being out of the lineup. Uh, James, let's get back to Patrick Marlowe here for a second. Uh, that was the the off season signing that really perked Leaf fans' ears. Of all right, well, this is a a young team rebuilding. You go get this thirty eight year old veteran, and how is he going to play? How is he going to fit in? Uh, what have you made of him uh, playing down the middle so far? And and how do you think Mike Babcock is going to utilize him uh, continuing forward? I think Patrick Marlowe has been really good. Yeah, you know, he's he really hasn't. He plays mistake-free hockey, and he plays really hard-working hockey at all times. And you can see what people are talking about when they talked about, how, well, he's still got his wheels. He can still skate because that's evident out there every single night. And it's evident not just when he gets the puck and gets a scoring chance. It's evident on the back check a lot of the time. So Mike Babcock last week you know, on the California trip was completely adamant that Marlowe's not going to play center all season. He said, that's not why we acquired him. He's just going to do it right now. Um, you know, maybe that's just what they do when there's one of their main centers is out of the lineup. But I, I know for a fact that, you know, the Leafs don't want Patrick Marlowe playing center all season. But, you know, in a pinch, he's been pretty good there. And it speaks to his experience and his versatility and all those things. And so I, what I would say is that first 18 games of Marlowe and Toronto have been great. Um, there's just, you know, 2.75 years left to go. So they just have to hope that he continues to be a freak of nature and he continues to be able to keep up his high level of play uh, into the into the future here. Yeah, and the question I think, James, is going to become as the season goes on, we're still relatively early in the year, when we get post-Christmas, when it's February, March, as the season grinds on, how does he hold up? Is he still producing? That's going to be the real test. That, that We're not going to know until we actually see it happen. Yeah, and, you know, potentially into May, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, come playoff time. Sure, sure. Yeah. Don't want to understate that. Now, let's look at Mitch Marner. We heard the clip off the top. Five, uh, He has uh, five assists in his last four games. Had a couple in the opener against Boston. Hasn't found the back of the net, though, since 
the Leafs opening night. Looking at his shot generation numbers, shooting percentage, any underlying concerns as to why Marner hasn't been able to score as much as we saw a year ago? He's not shooting the puck. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. one of the big ones. He's down to 1.59 shots per game. Last year he was at about 2.3. I know coming into the year he wanted to shoot more. That's not happening. He's down quite a bit. And, you know, not only does he only have the one goal this year, he's only got five in his last 40 games going back to last season. You know, the last 20 five games or so of last season he the offense really dried up for him and he wasn't producing hardly any even strength points so you know what's happened with Matthews out is it uh, obviously Babcock's had to look to other sources for ice time and for offense and Mitch Marner's one of those guys and he has looked better this week he certainly looked really dynamic against Boston and helped create not only the goal with a minute left to tie the game but also obviously the overtime goal uh, with the nice back check and covering the the rare mistake that Patrick Marlowe did make in overtime and then starting the rush the other way. You know, it's I wonder if, if Mitch Marner's never going to be a huge goal scorer, if he's mostly going to be a setup man. That's mm. kind of what he looks like so far in the NHL. He's got a lot more work he needs to do on his shot. He does not have the shot, obviously, that Austin Matthews has, but he doesn't have the shot that, that William Nylander has either. He He looks like a more of a... I don't want to call him one-dimensional, but certainly more of a playmaker than a shooter. And, you know, his goal total this year is on pace to be really, really low. And I guess big picture, James, that can be – that doesn't have to necessarily be a negative. The Maple Leafs just have to figure out what he is, what that ceiling is going to be. And if it turns out he's just a playmaker, well, okay, you have to adjust accordingly, right, as his career goes on. Yeah, although, I mean, I think they would like to get more than, you know, 10 or 12 goals out of him. I think they would still want him to be like an 18 to 25 guy, especially if he's going to be, you know, one of their top three or four offensive players. He plays a ton on the top power play unit. And, Mm. you know, I think he'd like like to have everyone on that unit be able to score goals once in a while, and Mitch Marner's included. So I'm sure it's something that that Mike Babcock and the staff are aware of and that they're going to work on with Mitch Marner. In conversation with James Myrtle, editor-in-chief of The Athletic Toronto, on Twitter, at Myrtle. Let's look at the rookie class for a sec here. The young American group around the league, likes of Keller, Butcher, Connor. Is this a mirage, or is this a, a testament to the success of USA Hockey? No, I think Canadians should be worried. Mm. I think that, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you when it's going to be, but at some point in our lifetime, certainly, and I think within the next 15 or 20 years, you know, there's going to be a lot of articles written about has the U.S. passed Canada in hockey because I mean they they just said they've got a factory coming. They've, their population size is obviously a lot larger. The number of players they have playing the game uh, at the minor hockey league level has caught up to Canada, and um, the number of really good top level players that are in the league is astounding. I mean, you look at. Um, the draft for next year, I know if you look at the top prospects, I think about half of them, you know, let's say top 20, about half of them are American. So there are more Americans that are probably going to go at the high end of the 2018 draft than Canadians. And the NHL is still 50% Canadian, and the Americans are closer to you know 22 23%. But that number has been slowly going up every year. And I think it's going to keep going up. And I think that that's going to create uh, an even more heated rivalry between Canada and the U.S. whenever we have the next best-on-best best competition. Well, and James, you see it in places like, look look where Austin Matthews developed, right? Non-traditional yeah. hockey markets. That's, yeah. you know, that, that can kind of be, I guess, 
big picture, the, one of the legacies of Gary Bettman, of you put it in these markets, while the product might not, not always be greater than the attendance, it gets interest up. And as you said, the population is, um, well, it, it's, it's going to grow. And, and that's, that's just the way it, it's going to be, right? Yeah, California is a big one, but, you know, Texas, Florida. Yeah. Arizona is pretty small, but you know it's they're obviously starting to produce some players. So it's um, it's interesting. You know, you get the NHL players are into those markets, and then not only do their kids grow up there, but they also become coaches yes. and things like that in those markets, and they help develop great players too. That's right. Last one for you here, James. Want to get to this? Uh, this year's uh, NHL Hall of Fame class will be inducted on Monday. You recently wrote about Mark Recchi's journey that started out in Kamloops, his story being one of the best underdog tales. What made Recky such a special player in that era? Yeah, it was it was fun talking to a lot of people that played with with Mark Recky the last couple of weeks, and you know they said that that what often got overlooked is he was just a very very smart player, just great hockey sense, and especially in the offensive zone, he was just. Sidney Crosby talked about how he could play every single position on the power play. He could play the point. He could play in front of the net. He could play you know the flank over by the boards. You know, he could just make anything happen. And he was doing that when he was in his mid-30s when he was playing with Crosby in Crosby's first and second season. So, you know, I think that if I had to pick one thing, I would say hockey sense. And it's interesting because a lot of people think that Mark Recchi is going to be the next, you know, uh, former player that becomes a general manager in the NHL. Right now he's an assistant coach in Pittsburgh, but, you know, he has designs and people think that, that he would be able to do it to become a GM in the league. So that's something to look out for in the next four or five years. And James, of course, people can find your work and your talented staff at The Athletic Toronto and get the links uh, on Twitter at Myrtle, right? Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, check out theathletic.com. We're we're new, but uh, we're plucky, and uh, <laughs> we're producing. we got tons and tons of great content on the Hall of Fame class, so I encourage people to check it out, including Eric Duhatchik today on uh, Team of Salani. Yeah, oh, the, the content is next level. Got to check it out. James, thank you so much. Thanks, Andy. All right, James Myrtle. Editor-in-chief at The Athletic Toronto on Twitter, at Murdo. And yeah, you, listeners of this show know about The Athletic Toronto. If you don't or haven't checked out, subscribe now. It's worth it. It's, uh, the, the content is the likes where you, you just don't get it anywhere else.